You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome into the Wednesday edition of Spits and Suds. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Gavin Spittle of 105.3 The Fan, and joining me is all-around NHL expert. He's the associate editor of EP Rinkside, publisher of Shap Shots. He's our own Sean Shapiro. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I uh, it's uh, kind of uh, we talked on Monday, but just kind of you're like in that like week past Thanksgiving. December starts tomorrow. It's kind of uh, hockey season is obviously we know it's been hockey season since October, but just there's always something about kind of moving into the holiday season in December and going to the rink and everything there's something special about it so it's it's just kind of one of those exciting times at the rink right now as as, as silly and cheesy as that sounds it's just kind of having that feeling today yeah and i think kind of caught um a, a little bit by surprise um big news yesterday in that mm-hmm. the stars inked rope hints to a long-term contract and he will be a dallas star for the next eight years yeah it's um it's a deal where for me, like I look at this deal and I think there's, there's two, I know, I know Jim Nill did his best to, to deny the fact of it, but I, I think it's a, it's a deal where both sides kind of saw what happened with Jason Robertson last year um, because of uh, obviously Robertson missed all of camp and, and then, and then signed and everything. And I like that. And I think from Hintz's standpoint, he wanted to get something done during the season, he kind of wanted to um, now remember he's a little bit older than Jason. So he only had one year of RFA left. So it's not like he could have done it. There wouldn't really would have been a bridge deal option anyway for that. But um, I think it was something where Hints really kind of wanted to get something done during the season. The stars wanted to get something done during the season. They kind of wanted to make this a, a, a late November discussion where we're talking about how good of a deal they did as opposed to the drama that uh, that could have been unfolding in, in as they get close to the deadline and in the off season and everything like that. This is just, it was a smart piece of business for both sides. Um, I think there's uh, obviously everyone's given the victory lap from a star's perspective right now, which just saying like, Oh, they locked up a top 10, 15 center in the NHL for, 8.45 million for yep. eight years, which is great, which is great. But I also think it's uh it's also a bit of a win for hints too, for a guy who um his body has been, he's been, he's been good and obviously, but 
Grope Hintz has been a bit injury prone at times, has plays a physical style that's reliant on speed. And I think he gets a bit of that security that his body may not necessarily provide in his style. He's not like a Joe Pavelski type where Joe Pavelski's game aged because it wasn't built on his physical tools. And Rope Hintz's game is built partially on his physical tools. So he gets some job security. So good, good deal for both sides. And um, from a Dallas perspective, it takes away a lot of the drama of who is the core that you're building around. Um, and not that, not that you didn't know that Hintz was part of that, but now it just adds more kind of solidity to it's Jason Robertson. It's Rope Hintz. It's Miro Heishkin. It's Jake Andrew. That's the core four and everything else we build on top of now. And you mentioned the injury history, and a few years back, he played in 60 games and then 41 games. Last year, a big bounce-back season, playing in uh, 80 games. Um, so he showed that you know he could be healthy for a year, but those questions absolutely do linger because of the style he plays. You're absolutely right. And anytime you sign someone to a long-term contract, it's like, wow, what's this going to be? Um, some other contract details that you may not know listening out there is the first year is a regular contract and then it moves to a no movement clause. So, um, not that I would think that they'd want to move him, um, as they want to sign their core, but, um, you know, they do have a bunch of contracts on no movement clauses, which does make it a little tougher, obviously to, uh, move the player. So, uh, I guess my question is Sean and like, I think it's a fair contract for both sides. Mm-hmm. I, I agree yeah. with you. And, uh, you know, he certainly has become one of the better centers in the league um, with uh, still upside potential. Um, I guess my question is, is now you have the Sagan contract, the Ben contract, you have the Haskinen contract, uh, Robertson's over seven now, and now you add this my only question was down the line. Um, as I was telling someone yesterday, it's the right thing to do. It's awesome that all the youngsters like Jake Ottinger are, are getting signed up for multi-year deals. But at some point, you're going to have to say goodbye to someone, correct? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, I, and, but I think there's also a natural... Um progression and how this goes i mean it's the frankly if you want an example of to win a stanley cup you have to hit everything at a proper time with your cap stuff colorado avalanche last year a perfect example they won the stanley cup they had they were able to have nazem kadri and val nachushkin yep now val needed to be paid this summer and Val needed to pay, be paid this summer and Kadri wanted another big deal. And so you couldn't keep them both. And it's kind of from the stars perspective, like you look at their, I'm pulling up, looking at their cap friendly page right now. Amazing site, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. It's amazing. Just to look the year by year, the stuff that sets up well for Dallas um, is 
the the deal for Robertson, the, the deal for Robertson and the deal for Ottinger, both take you to the end. And it's crazy to think we're getting close to the end of this, but both of them are right around the end of the Jamie Ben contract. And if you're talking about all of a sudden in 25, 26, $9.5 million comes off the cap for Jamie Ben. All of a sudden that's 9.5 that can be split between Jake Ottinger and, and, and Jason Robertson. It's, it's actually set up pretty well in that standpoint. I know. And that's kind of, it's kind of one of those spaces where people is, people are going to be kind of, it's kind of weird to hear that, that we're entering the final, especially with how well he's playing right now. The fact that we're entering the final three years, of that Jamie Ben contract and where it's going, like it is set up well where the stars are ready to move Jamie Ben's money to this next core. And, and they've set it up well for that. Obviously there's will be another discussion of what Jamie Ben's worth and whether he should be brought in at that time. But this is, you're seeing the pivoting of the core financially to this group and you're also going to see i think a bit of the uh some of the decisions some of the other decisions i think you're going to have made on a guy like erratic fox uh do like the stars have been trying to figure out what we've talked about him quite a bit on this podcast here yeah like like he's still making 3.25 million next season and the following season and so you start to try to find how can you how can you make that work? What can you do? I mean, it's it, the other one. The other key one is just, and he's been a healthy scratch lately. And I mean, he's been hurt and he's been having just kind of all sorts of rough year, but like it's been the, the line for Dennis Gurionov just keeps getting the, the string of the chance to be worth it and not be moved out becomes less and less for Dennis Gurionov. Um, I think that the biggest thing for the stars right now that they've done that is, that is good is they have in theory, and I'm not saying all three will be on the same line, but in theory, you start thinking about the future and you think about, you have Wyatt Johnston playing in the NHL right now very well. Mm-hmm. You have Maverick Bork, who's playing in the AHL right now, having a pretty good season. And you have um, Logan Stankoven down playing in the WHL. All three of them are going to be still on entry-level deals over the next two to three years. And you think, in theory, you have the pieces to start moving on from other pieces. And you have, and just like imagine two years from now, just hypothetical, hopeful thing, you could have an entire line of Johnston, Stankoven, and, and, and Bork for about $2.6 million on one line. And that is the type of line you need to win a Stanley Cup because you need a line making that much while you're paying everyone else the big bucks. And it's, it's, it's a good thing that Dallas has those pieces in the hopper seemingly on the way. And you just have to hope it does that. Yeah. I think, I think that was one of the things, you know, Chicago's cup runs were so impressive and, you know, Taves and Kane got signed to long-term deals. A couple others uh, did as well. And, you know, just the youth development just wasn't there. So um, I agree. You can have these big contracts, but that youth development, which hasn't happened in the past for the stars, but is happening now. And I'm so glad you mentioned Stankoven and, and Bork and the other name um, that has been slower to develop than a lot of people thought is Thomas Harley. And that would certainly help the back end as far as salary. And, you know, candidly, that's a, a first round pick that you want to see, you know, pan out. 
So um, those names out there, and I think it, it is interesting to watch the development in juniors and then um, watch yeah. the development in the AHL level because that's going to help you not only as far as cap space to fit everyone on the roster, but the cap flexibility to bring in that piece that takes you over the top, specifically at the trade deadline. Uh, one of those pieces that, you know, a, a vet who can come into the room um, and, you know, command a presence, so to speak, and and, and might not necessarily, I mean, just a, just a gritty guy on the ice. You know, you look at, like you mentioned Colorado, for example, and, you know, Cogliano was a strong pickup for them. You know, I know a lot of Stars fans didn't like him, but he gelled with that team. And so, you know, pieces like that, that you can say, okay, this is what, you know, we need. And I'll be fascinated to see the stars like as they continue, because one of the issues I can see happening is the physicality on the blue line. So I'm fascinated to see as the rink shrinks, as we get closer to playoff time, can the stars hold up on the, uh, uh, on the back line. So uh, that'll be interesting as well. Yeah, it will be. I mean, the stars defense is that's kind of the one where like they obviously have, Hishkinen, who you're going to build around for a long time. Um, but it, it is kind of, the question becomes from a Dallas perspective. Um, and it's, they've been, and I think some of these guys will age better than others, but from a Dallas perspective, and obviously you mentioned Harley, you really kind of, you have Nils Lundqvist, who I think is, it has had his up and downs. He had the yeah. healthy scratch recently, um, but you, the defense is not as young as is not young. Like Esselindel's already twenty eight. I mean Ryan Suter's will has has still has two more years after this season. Like if you're Dallas, kind of the next big piece that you need to figure out is the uh, kind of the long term build on defense because you got. Lindell's 28, Suter's 37, Miller's 30, Hockenpah is 30. And I think those guys are fine into their early into their early 30s, but you really want another piece where like like a Lundquist, where you can be like, hey, we can count on this guy for three, four years of reliability. And that's I think the next thing you're looking for from Dallas. And you're really hoping it can be Harley. You really want it to be Harley. Um, because like I was talking to someone else about this today, with just like you look at the defense, like I think. Like I like Grushneskov. I think he has a chance to kind of be something. Um, then you got a, but then he's got a bunch of other guys who are just guys, and I and I don't mean that in a bad way. I, mean, I understand what you're saying. Career, yeah, yeah. You can have a career as a just guy. Like that's what Joel Hanley. Like full credit to Joel Hanley. He has made it through the NHL as a just a guy. And I just don't see. But you can go find just a guy on waivers. You can sign just a guy from an AHL team. I just. I want this team as they think further to find is Thomas Harley the answer, or do you need another piece to have a top, a top four that makes you a long-term contender? That's just kind of where my, not even pessimistic, but that's just kind of where like my like GM overly playing with long-term machinations thing goes. 